Dustin Five Star here, letting you know that Memphis Wrestling is back in its old time slot every Saturday at 11 a.m. Instead of turning on your TV, tune in your radio to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only radio show in Memphis that brings you wrestling talk every single week. Listen to me and my tag team partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling on the radio with some of the biggest names in the industry during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Guarantee you never miss a show by listening on demand at CerritoLive.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts and take that subscribe button to Slap City. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-ops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Now. Back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. Holly Whitfield from the I Love Memphis blog is going to join us momentarily to tell us uh, what she's loving in Memphis right now. But first, we're going to talk about the Indie Memphis Film Festival. It's the 20th annual Indie Memphis, and it's coming your way November 1st through the 6th. And joining us now to talk about it is the executive director of Indie Memphis, Ryan Watt. What's up, Wattizi? <laughs> How's it going? Hey, thanks for joining us uh, this morning. We can't wait. Indie Memphis, very, very close uh, this year. And a big name coming in for the festival, Dwight Schrute himself, Rain Wilson. Yeah, uh, that's our big opening night guest in film. Um, we have the world premiere of a movie called Tom Payne, which is a one-man show that he did on a stage in front of a live audience at the Geffen Theater in Los Angeles. And... Uh, for a festival, a regional festival like us, it's a it's a big deal to get a world premiere. The the movie has never been seen before. Are there, are there, so he's coming in. He'll be in Memphis and speaking. What after that movie? And is there another movie with him in it too? Correct. Yeah. So he and the director and producer and writer are all coming for that first movie, Tom Payne. And then we added another movie that he's in um, with Patricia Arquette called Permanent, uh, basically a playoff perm, the wonderful hairstyle uh, in the 80s, and it's kind of, kind of a Napoleon Dynamite-esque comedy oh, cool. uh, that plays after. So yeah, he is going to do an introduction prior to that movie as well, and that director will be coming too. And that's so. Those are playing back to back on the opening night of the Indie Memphis uh, Film Festival this year, and for those who've never been, of course, I've, I've been. It seems like almost every year in the, for the past decade. It's such an awesome event. Tell people uh, what sets us apart from other festivals and what makes it a cool thing to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, we keep getting recognized nationally uh, as far as kind of one of the, the better regional festivals. Um, so for people that have heard about Sundance and you know big festivals like that, this is your opportunity to get um, uh, kind of your 
your access into the film world. Uh, we fly in over 100 filmmakers from all over the country. They come and participate in the, the discussions after the movies. We also have a very strong local film community, so a lot of Memphis filmmakers and actors and so on. And, yeah, so you, you can just buy a ticket to one movie and come see the one movie you care the most about, or you can buy a pass and, and go to basically as much as you want. You can have access to a hospitality tent and after parties and and really an opportunity really to meet a lot of the people that come for the film. Right. So it's happening November 1st through uh, the 6th this year. And yeah, like you said, that's one thing that I always, you know, when we, I talk about any Memphis with folks, I'm like, you can just go. Just go to a movie. There's a movie you want to go. You want to go see uh, this movie with Rain Wilson and see him speak after with the Q&A. Just buy the ticket to that movie. Go to that movie. But if you want to go to that one and the other one, well, you might as well think about getting a pass and then going to a lot more movies because there's oodles of other movies uh, that will be playing. And you mentioned the parties. You guys are Shutting down Overton Square this year? <laughs> yeah, uh, technically not Overton Square, right around the corner. Uh, I, I guess I call it the theater district. So basically, right outside of Playhouse on the Square, Circuit Playhouse, and Hadaloo Theater. One block stretch from Union to Monroe, right up to the doorstep of Hadaloo in the Second Line restaurant. And so for three days straight, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th, we're going to have a block party with a huge screen outside in the middle of the street a big 100-foot tent uh, where we'll have our filmmaker discussions for free outside. Uh, we have a hospitality tent out there, food trucks, music, art, and the whole block party aspect is all free. Um, and the big headlining event is the new Big Star concert uh, celebration documentary that will be showing uh, at 8 p.m. on Friday, November 3rd on that big screen outside. It's going it's to be hard hard to miss that for anyone driving around Memphis because it's right there, right off of Union <laughs> Avenue. Um you're gonna maybe have to to find alternate routes, and that's awesome. And so, if you've never if you've never tried the festival, that seems like a, a fun time to to go there and hang out. So, lots of people from Overton Square will probably be walking in and out. And the hospitality tent, though, you got to have a pass to get into that, right? Right. That's uh, Amazon Studios uh, sponsored our hospitality tent, so that's you know that's a reason to get a pass. Uh, open bar and food, and uh, that's kind of where a lot of filmmakers will be hanging out if you want to meet them or meet actors. Um, so yeah, for a hundred bucks, the festival pass, if you plan to go multiple days and want to take advantage of everything. That's the way to do it. Um, but as, but the, the whole block party is free. So anyone can just walk up uh, during the day or as late as midnight. It'll be open till midnight. And the festival this year is happening downtown at the, uh, Hadaloo, uh, not the, at Hadaloo in Midtown, along with downtown at the, uh, the, uh, what's it called? The, the Hall- Halloran's Halloran yeah. one's next to the Orphan. <laughs> Hadaloo's in Midtown, but there will be showings at the Hadaloo Theater and at Playhouse on the Square, Circuit Playhouse and Studio on the Square, all over there in, in Midtown. And where are some of these parties at? Because this is what, the parties are fun. These are another extra thing. Like you said, you can rub shoulders with, uh, some of the, meet the people behind, uh, many of these movies and, uh, also enjoy some delicious, uh, adult beverages and snacks. Yeah, I mean, after the opening night film, the Rain Wilson, Tom Payne movie, we're having the after party at Ernestine Hazel's. We've rented out the whole place. I uh, have Soul Burgers going, cold beer and all that. Uh, the next night on Thursday, November 2nd, when we're still downtown at Halloran Center, we'll be at Old Dominic's Distillery afterwards, uh, that upstairs uh, area that also has an outside 
um, balcony. Uh, so that'll be the after party with a DJ up there. And then really the weekend, the party just is the block party. <laughs> so the idea is just uh, kind of packing the block with as many people. And uh, in addition to the Big Star film, we're going to be playing music videos all night. And on Saturday, November 4th, is our 20th anniversary party. We're going to have Alex Tur- Turley DJing. Uh, so just a big DJ street party. All right, we're talking with Ryan Watt. It's Indie Memphis is coming up, and we are, we we talked we just talked about Food and Wine Festival a couple uh, weeks ago, and uh, of course now the, now we've got the Indie Memphis Film Festival. I love these festivals where the whole idea is you go consume what is in the, the title of the festival. This is the Indie Memphis Film Festival. You go and you watch movies. That's what you do. It is awesome. Uh, okay, so what else is new? Anything else new this year? It sounds like the big new thing is what's what's happening outside. Yeah, uh, otherwise, for anyone that went last year, the format is very similar. And for anyone listening for the first time, there's so many venues and so many films. You really just need to go to the schedule on the website, and you just start looking through what you're interested in. You could filter it by categories, and you just look and see where the venue is for the movie you want to see. And there's some movies with some big stars in it, like uh, notice two Brian Cranston movies for you Breaking Bad fans out there. Um, what what else? Uh, what is there? Any possible Oscar films? We always like to look. What what movies could we see at Indie Memphis this year? We'll see it at Indie Memphis first. That could be nominated uh, for an Academy Award. Yeah, you know, it's always hard to predict that. Uh, there's some really awesome documentaries that I think would certainly be worthy. Uh, you mentioned with Brian Cranston films, uh, one of them is Last Flag Flying, which is uh, a film distributed by Amazon Studios that sponsors us. And it's directed by Richard Linklater, uh, certainly one of my favorite directors of Boyhood and Dazed and Confused and a lot of great movies. Um, so that one certainly has buzzed to hopefully get nominated. Uh, the other one uh, you mentioned is called The Upside with uh, Brian Cranston, Kevin Hart, and Nicole Kidman. And uh, that's a remake of the French film The Untou- uh, Untouchables that got a lot of awards about three years ago. So those would be a few that seem likely, but, uh, you know, it's hard, it's hard to tell. But that's, that's why you come see them. You know, like um, we had uh, the, the Memphis premiere of Undefeated, for instance, and, and, you know, at the festival years ago, and the whole football team was out there and, Everyone thought it was a great movie. No one knew that it would go on, you know, to win awards like that. So you get to be kind of the first person in Memphis to see these films uh, before they, they may go on to acclaim. Best documentary at the Academy Awards. Speaking of documentaries, I'm a huge documentary fan. I loved I Am Not Your Negro, the documentary Working in Protest. How great is that movie going to be if you've seen it? Ah, I have seen Working in Protest. It's very good. Uh, the directors will be coming they have been filming at protests for over 20 years. And so uh, without any sort of narration or anything, it just gets you in the heat of these protests and spans up to even just a few months ago. And protests of all kinds. It, it's really interesting. Um, and But what you just touched on, I'm glad you brought up, is we have an MLK 50 category of the festival with eight films. Working in protest is one of those films. And I think that... That whole track of eight films is, is, is some of the best of the whole festival. Um, so, so people can check check those out of the schedule. So there's like a festival within the festival. Exactly. I mean, that's, there's kind of like a lot of those uh, themes of, of different topics, the kind of festivals within the festival, so that, you know, once again, there's so many movies to, to kind of give you a starting point on what you're most interested in. But, um, yeah, so the MLK, MLK 50 section has a lot of, modern uh, documentaries that explore social justice and civil rights. 
Yeah, see, see these movies. Some of these movies you'll see before they win an Oscar. Some you'll see before they get on Netflix. But uh, yep. we are talking with Ryan Watt from the Indie Memphis Film Festival. You can follow at Indie Memphis on Twitter. You can go to IndieMemphis.com. Look at the schedule, what we're talking about here as uh, we get ready for the festival November 1st through the 6th. A cool thing at the at the fest uh, is, if you if you haven't been, is that you get to, when you see the local films and the films that are in the actual competition, you get to grade them yourself. So you get to, to actually uh, make your voice uh, be heard at the end of the movie by, by grading and, and being a part of what wins awards at the festival. Yeah, I mean, that, that's uh, kind of a great way to get the audience involved, and uh, those awards are really important to the filmmakers, and, and some of them they win money in addition to a really nice uh, you know, custom-made statue award. Uh, so, yeah, this is kind of a fun way to get involved as an audience member. All right, we're wrapping things up with Ryan Watt here from Indie Memphis. Of course, this uh, is a radio show on a sports station, so I've got to ask <laughs> you if there's any if there's any sports-related uh, movies. I, I've noticed a couple. Which ones yeah. uh, should sports fans be looking for? Well, I'm glad you did. There's two that jump out. One is called The Cage Fighter, which is a documentary about a MMA fighter kind of at the, you know, the, the twilight of his career in his 40s. He's got a family begging him to stop, but it's just all he knows. I mean, it's, it's uh, I think, a, a documentary that anyone interested in fighting or MMA will really find fascinating. And then the Grizzlies teamed up with us last year to provide some grant funding for filmmakers to make short films, and they gave them a theme, which was the female fan experience. And so on closing night, Monday, November 6th at Halloran Center, we've got an event showing six short films about different themes involving the female fan experience. And there's going to be prizes we give away to the audience that the Grizzlies are going to be bringing, uh, you know, some of their folks. We don't know for sure, but we're hoping, hoping maybe the Grizz line and some other people are able to make that. So it's going to be a, a Grizzlies-themed screening. Oh, cool. So that's the last night there's that Grizzlies-themed screening. Are you, are you concerned folks will boo uh, at the end of that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that Carson's is anywhere uh, on any of the videos. <laughs> uh, so, no, I don't think so. I think there'll be a lot of cheers. Okay, and also I noticed there's another uh, cool local film, a documentary, Finding Toby, about the uh, Toby Park uh, skateboard park. So skateboarding, also a, a sport. So there's, there's, Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. So there's lots of cool stuff you can see. All right, Ryan, any any uh, final words for folks who uh, about Indie Memphis? Anything we left out here in our preview for the 2017 festival? The 20th anniversary. Yeah, that's right. 20th anniversary. No, I mean, once again, as you said, if uh, if you haven't been to a film festival and the idea of so many films and all this seems intimidating, literally just go buy one ticket to one movie for 10 bucks and just kind of sample it, try it out. And that's how most people get involved. They just come to one movie, they really like it, and they, they start going to more. Yeah. All right, so IndieMemphis.com. Thanks, Ryan. That's Ryan Watt from Indie Memphis. Indie Memphis, uh, November 1st through the 2nd. Thanks, Ryan. Okay, when we come back, we're going to be joined by Holly Whitfield from the I Love Memphis blog, and we'll talk about what we're loving in Memphis right now in October 2017. We'll be right back. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Dustin Five Star here letting you know that Memphis Wrestling is back in its old time slot every Saturday at 11 a.m. Instead of turning on your TV, tune in your radio to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only radio show in Memphis that brings you wrestling talk every single week. Listen to me and my tag team partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling on the radio with some of the biggest names in the industry during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Guarantee you never miss a show by listening on demand at CerritoLive.com 
or find us wherever you get your podcasts and take that subscribe button to Slap City. Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday order. Or decide to fix make with wing prices, laughing out loud, high five, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now. Back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend here as we continue... On Cerrito Live, coming up at 11, of course, is Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Buff Bagwell among our guests uh, this week. But once a month, we are joined by the blogger for the I Love Memphis blog. Her name is Holly Whitfield, and she joins us now. Good morning, Holly. Good morning, Kevin. How's it going? Good to see you. I haven't seen you since Food and Wine Festival. That was a great event. It really was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so every month Holly comes on the show, tells us what we're what she's loving in Memphis. We tell her what we're loving in Memphis. It's a big love fest here because uh, we love Memphis. And uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Anything else, Holly, happening um, on the blog or around Memphis that people need to know about before we get started? Absolutely. I'm really glad you asked me that. Uh, today is the Soulsville USA Festival. If you don't know about that, I have a post up on the blog that tells you all about it, but it's in front of the Stax Museum. From like 11 to 6, they have four stages of live music and food trucks and dance performances, and it's free. So if you've got the kids today, I would take those kids out there to um, Soulsville. Check that out. Um, and then also on the blog, I have a giveaway posted for the Latino Memphis Day of the Dead party, which is this coming Friday. Um, and I'm giving away a pair of tickets to that um, on Monday. So go to the blog, look for the Day of the Dead uh, blog post, and then go on there and comment. And maybe I will draw your name to go to the party for free. Am I eligible? CJ eligible? Yeah. Not, real? All right. Well, let's go on there, CJ. Let's try to win these win these tickets. It's a random drawing, so as far as I'm concerned, pretty much everybody besides myself is eligible. Yeah, you can't so. win. That wouldn't be right. No, that would not be fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, Al, do you want to start? What are you loving in Memphis uh, this month? So I am loving something that I just really learned about this week. I am loving the Wolf River Greenway, which I don't know if you know what that is. but um, do tell. It is. Yeah, so we know what the Green Line is. Everybody loves the Green Line. It's 
it's a straight shot, rails to trails, paved pathway that goes straight through the city out to Shelby Farms, and you can bike or walk or run. So Wolf River Greenway is kind of like that, but it goes, it follows the path of the Wolf River, um, which everybody knows about the Mississippi River members, but our other river is the Wolf River going through the northern-ish part of the county. And so the Greenway eventually is going to be kind of like another green line, but it's going to be more curvy and, like I said, follow the geographic path of the river. And they're doing it in a bunch of different phases. And today, actually, is the first main phase. They're opening downtown on the north end of Mud Island. And I went out there, and it's basically like a new park for Memphis. Um, It's like one and a quarter miles of paved trail along the banks of the Wolf River, kind of where the Wolf River flows into the Mississippi. And it's just really nice out there. And I had no idea that we had this amenity in the city now. And then over the next two years, they're going to be sort of filling in all the other pathways. And it's going to connect to the Green Line and go all the way out to Shelby Farms and beyond. So I just feel like Memphis is becoming more and more of a place where you can really enjoy the outdoors. A lot of people don't think about Memphis for that kind of thing. Um, but I'm loving the Wolf River Greenway because yeah. it's making us more of an outdoor destination. Yeah, we're really utilizing our outdoor spaces and, and, and the rivers themselves, too. I mean, a lot of folks don't realize, um, <laughs> but the, the Wolf River is down there, uh, right there next to the pyramid. Like, the river, it, it goes right into the Mississippi down there. And some parts of what you may think is the Mississippi River is actually the Wolf River, uh, depending on. Uh, where you're standing and what you're looking at. So, yeah, it all, it all collides. That's cool that we're going to start using that. I just went out to, to the new Shelby Farms uh, a couple weeks ago, too. That That is a, it is amazing. It is amazing. And I like how not only, Holly, we're getting all these outdoor spaces, but we seem to be connecting together in a puzzle so that like, you can, like, enjoy them, like, in, in, on one path and go to all of them. Yeah, and I definitely – that is something that has been planned. I've I've heard just in my work – People talk about the green print, and they have all these names, and they have all these planning, like, different pieces of the puzzle. And I've been hearing about that for years, but now stuff is really starting to actually exist, (laughs) and you can go enjoy it. Right. Um, And that's really cool to see. And they're going to have three more phases that are going to be open um, of this greenway by the end of this year. So, you know, just... Stay tuned, following on the blog. I'm going to keep um, that post about the Greenway updated every time they add something new. So you'll know when to go explore it. All right, CJ, here we go. What are you loving in Memphis right now, CJ? Well, I wish I had known about that. Thanks for telling me, Holly. As an avid bike enthusiast now, I can't wait to hop on that trail. Really? Yeah. All right. It's I was awesome. about your house earlier. By my house? Yeah, CJ's like will text me. Like, I get some creepy texts from CJ. So I'm like, I just <laughs> I just rode by your house, and I'm like, okay, okay. thank you. What's thanks for watching the neighborhood? Like he's Batman or something. <laughs> All right, what what's up, CJ? What do you what do you what do you love? Obviously, you're 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 loving this new path, CJ, a, a bike enthusiast. Uh, what what else is happening? So you've been biking you. The Mud Island Aquarium thing that they're about to build or possibly going to build. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Holly, I don't know if you heard about this, but CJ went to the future um, this week and actually saw the aquarium. How did it look, CJ? It looked about 250 feet high, about seven stories. It looked great. Big catfish in there? 
Huge catfish. Biggest catfish you've ever seen. Yeah, well, you know, they, when I went back in time, they just had a bunch of critters from the Mississippi River in there. It was great. But it was you real went education. back in time. I thought you went to the future. Yeah, went to the future. And well, I went back, past it. Back, you're back from the future. I went past you go back where I was to supposed the future. to go. So this I went past, so had to come back, and then I saw it. <laughs> I don't know what is happening here, but so CJ, you're loving the aquarium. This is big news this week, Holly. If this, the, the, the aquarium, it's not official, but the plans are looking like this Brooks Museum on the river with the aquarium on the river. This looks pretty awesome, and uh, anything's better. If we, if we can replace any parking garage downtown with an art museum or something, I'm, I'm down with that. Me too. I mean, and I tweeted something about it, and I was like, hey, people in Memphis, what do y'all think about this aquarium? And the response is overwhelmingly like, yes, we're into this idea. I mean, we really should use, like we were just talking about, our, our outdoor spaces that are in our riverfront. Um, there's a lot of room for improvement there. So I'm glad that the future looks bright. For possible <laughs> aquarium, CJ. CJ. I'm glad you got to see it. CJ's. What else did you see in the future? <laughs> I, I saw the Brooks Museum that they moved, the part of the Brooks Museum they moved downtown. It looked nice, too. They moved the whole thing, right? And they changed the name, apparently. That's what, that's no, what they I kept hear. the name. They, they, they're going to end up keeping the name because I hear they might change it. The <laughs> What do you think, Holly, will go into? Now, CJ's been to the future. He already knows. But what will, what if the Brooks Museum does move? What do you what do you what would you put in Overton Park in that spot? <sighs> That's a really good question. Um, I haven't been able to think of an idea that I really, really love, but honestly, it might be something that the Memphis College of Art could utilize as maybe, because I know that in the last few years, the Brooks has really tried to do more like community stuff and like kid-friendly stuff. Uh, so maybe the Memphis College of Art will kind of continue that and do something where the general public can kind of get in on, whether it's art classes or gallery space or something that everybody can have access to hopefully something you think that you know it's not just going to become zoo parking um i sure hope hope not not. it's right there in a perfect yeah it would be ridiculous if it became zoo parking but i mean it's it needs to be something else i mean that building is there and it is a good spot for a museum it's just brooks is outgrowing it and going to move to a, a, a cooler spot downtown. And just to go back to that aquarium, I love the idea of the aquarium on on the river. Because aquariums are cool, but then you put it on the river, and it makes it even cooler. Like, everybody likes a music amphitheater, right? But you put it on the river, like the Mud Island Amphitheater, boom, it's an awesome amphitheater. So, like, every town has an amphitheater, but not everyone has one on the Mississippi. Lots of cities in the south now have aquariums, but not on the Mississippi River. Right. So... Um, so CJ, what do you think? Did you were in the future? Was it what was in the Brooks Museum's old spot? A museum of Memphis, just full of history about the great city of Memphis. Was it crowded? Yeah, it was. Oh, right, cool. children on field trips from out of town, from Arkansas, Mississippi, and Nashville, <laughs> and stuff like that was great. Oh, so you went over there and talked to? How long were you in the future? <laughs> I was there for a minute. <laughs> now, CJ looks much older now. He aged. He was gone for a while. Um, all right, you want to know what I'm loving in Memphis right now, Holly? What are you loving in Memphis right now, Kevin? I, I am loving the Peabody Rooftop. It's one of one of those uh, spots in town that if you're a local, you may only think about when you're thinking about our sister station down the hall, Q1075's uh, weekly parties that uh, happen on Thursday nights during the, the summer. But I, I went, so a couple weeks ago, well, last week was right, the Food and Wine, one week ago, was the Food and Wine Festival, and they had a little shindig on, on the roof on Friday night prior to that, and I was lucky enough to, to go to that, and... It was just the perfect weather, just hanging out 
on the roof of the Peabody, and it got me thinking, like, okay, like sometimes, like you could you can just go to the roof of the Peabody. Uh, so yeah. long as there's not a private event happening, if you're just downtown and you want to go see an awesome view of the city, you can just go in there and push the the uh, the S button in the elevator to go to the Skyway. As long as there's not a private event happening, you can go up there and you can uh, look around. You can go see where the ducks live, and um, it's a cool little free, also a little outdoorsy, right? And just yeah. very uh, – it seems like um, – Historical Memphis type of a thing because the Peabody is the, is the South's grand hotel and the you know the the it's it's something about going back in time a little bit when you walk into that um, into that hotel. I don't know if CJ ever uses his time machine to go back in time, but the the hotel when you go to the Peabody kind of feels like that. But so I'm loving the roof of the Peabody. It's just an awesome spot in the city uh, to go. Whether don't just think of it as just when you go to those parties at Q1075. Go to those parties, but also uh, you can just go up there on a on a on a quiet afternoon and enjoy it. And um, and just a lot of the roof of the Peabody was popping up in different things I was doing. I hosted uh, Memphis Movie Trivia recently, and I was trying to find like an iconic image of of movies filmed in Memphis. And the only one that was like so Memphis and so movies together is the picture of, of course, Tom Cruise on the top of the Peabody with the Peabody sign in the background. Like that yeah. was the most that's like the most Hollywood Memphis image where it's obvious Memphis and it's obvious big time Hollywood uh, that I could find associated with with Memphis movies. So if you haven't seen the firm, go check, watch the firm and uh, watch them uh, socialize on top of the South's Grand Hotel. But anyway, I'm loving I'm loving the roof of the Peabody. Awesome. Yeah. No, the everybody this week working on some cool upcoming stuff with them by the way i'll tease that a little bit um but yeah you're absolutely right people just kind of forget that you can just walk in there and go up and get one of the best views of downtown memphis uh for free on the roof and yeah the ducks have like i think they call it their palace that they live in right um up there <laughs> it's a palace, um, but yeah, yeah that's that's awesome all right, so Holly, I appreciate you joining us. I know you'll be back in studio with us uh, this week. You've been traveling around, being busy and and, and hard at work. So uh, everybody, you can follow Holly, of course, on social media at I Love Memphis. Go to the I Love Memphis blog dot com to keep up with everything that's happening. Holly, always a pleasure to have you on. We'll talk to you next month. All right, thanks for having me. All right, that is Holly Whitfield from the I Love Memphis blog. Before we go to break, CJ, oh man, I'm getting excited about this. So. It's our last show of the month. It's our last show of the month, and we always like to shout out any new trivia or bingo locations we get, you know, with Cerrito Trivia. Because if if you've been out to any of my trivia nights, you you know you possibly if you don't see me, you probably see CJ. So this is exciting. You know, you know about our new places, CJ. We're expanding. No, I missed it. We're getting closer to our listeners. So wherever you are. In the Mid-South, we're getting closer to you. We're getting some new locations starting in November. We're coming to Cordova, out in the Dova. I know you like the Dova, CJ. Dirty Dova. The Dirty Dova. We'll have our first location out in the Cordova. We're going to TJ Mulligan's in Cordova. It will be a 21 and up trivia location. Every Wednesday night from 7 to 9, we'll be in the Cor- in the Cordova area. On Tuesdays, we're coming to Bartlett. You ever go out to Bartlett? When was the last time you went to Bartlett? I have no idea where Bartlett is. It's next began. to Cordova. You just don't know the, the borders. Right. Uh, but anyway, we'll be out in Bartlett. Uh, I was just out in Bartlett to the $2 movie theater, which is actually now the $3.50 movie theater. You ever go to that one? That's a cheap date. You should be going out there. I'm sorry. What do we call it? Not cheap date. Inexpensive or what do you call them? What do you, what's inexpensive date? Creative and affordable. Create, there you go. Uh, to go to that. It was really, My wedding is creative and affordable, by the way. They, 
Uh, well, we have to talk about something off air on that. The um, but anyway, so I was out in Bartlett for that. But we had Pizza Social, Pizza Social. It's kind of like uh, the Pyro's idea where they make your own pizza, right? So we'll be at Pizza Social in Bartlett starting next month, every Tuesday at six thirty. So if you live in Cordova, we'll be at DJ Mulligans. If you live in Bartlett, we'll be at Pizza Social, and we're coming to Northern Mississippi. The first time we're doing trivia in a different state. CJ, so we're going to South Haven and Dan McGinnis in South Haven. We'll be at Dan McGinnis South Haven every Tuesday as well. So Cerrito Trivia expanding. We're coming closer to you, making it easier than ever before to play our theme trivia nights. We'll be at Dan McGinnis in South Haven, Pizza Social in Bartlett, and then at TJ Mulligan's in Cordova. So we're, take, we're taking over the territory. You can go to CerritoTrivia.com to check the schedule of all the different themes. Of course, it's themed trivia nights uh, each and every week at all these different locations. So can't wait to get to Cordova, Bartlett, and South Haven starting in November. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it is time for the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Buff Bagwell will be among our guests this week. It's actually the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour and a half. We're here till 1230. It's a supersized edition of the program. You are listening to Cerrito live here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. 